everyone, and welcome to another episode of Creative Space, a podcast where we explore, learn, and grow in creativity together. I'm your host, Jennifer Logue, and today we are going to talk about two types of creatives, the hawks and the hummingbirds. So I've been wanting to do this episode for so long because after years of judging myself for not conforming to a certain mold of creativity, this idea that came to me really set me free. It's really made such a difference in my life, personally and professionally, to truly and fully embrace my unique blend of creativity and myself with joy and confidence. And I hope it helps you find confidence and joy in your unique creative power too. So what is this idea? There are at least two types of creatives, not just one, but at a high level, I've broken them down to the hawks and the hummingbirds. Could there be more? Of course. But at a high level, these are the two foundational creative types. So what is a hawk? A creative hawk is completely focused on one creative endeavor and diving deeper and deeper into that endeavor. They have no interest whatsoever in exploring other creative paths. They are committed to continued excellence every single day with their chosen creative outlet. Think of any master of craft, from Hans Zimmer to Helen Mirren to Shonda Rhimes. If you look at their careers, they didn't really dabble in other mediums. They stayed the course in their chosen medium, music, acting, and TV writing, respectively. The world needs hawks because hawks are absolute experts at what they do and have mastered their craft so much that there's room to be free in it without technical limitations. Being a hawk takes incredible talent, discipline, and drive to the point of obsession. While that may sound uncomfortable for some, for a hawk, it's just part of who they are. They're made for focus and depth in one creative outlet. But not all of us are natural-born hawks, and that's okay. Some of us were made to flit and float from creative outlet to creative outlet like a hummingbird. We sit from the nectar for a time until we see another creative flower that sparks our interest. At first glance, this could look a lot like ADHD, but I believe it's just a different approach to creativity. And creative hummingbirds are needed just as much as hawks are. With diverse experiences across mediums, they're able to draw unique connections and breathe new life into established ways of doing things. Here are a few examples of creative hummingbirds. Oprah, first and foremost, is a wonderful person to study. From news reporter, to talk show host, to media mogul, to Oscar-nominated actor, to philanthropist, this woman abounds with passionate hummingbird energy. And just because you're a hummingbird doesn't mean you're not masterful. To be nominated for an Oscar as an actor twice? Yeah, that takes greatness. And greatness comes from discipline and hard work. Other creative hummingbird examples could include Questlove, musician, producer, filmmaker, journalist, actor, professor, Donald Glover, actor, rapper, singer, writer, comedian, director, and producer, Ryan Reynolds, actor, producer, and very successful businessman, and Lady Gaga, singer, songwriter, and actress. 
Now, here comes the question. Can we be a little bit of both? I've found that at different points in my life, my approach to creativity shifted from hawk to hummingbird. My first big creative adventure was pursuing a music career starting at age 14. I was obsessed with making my voice as strong as it could be and with learning as much as I could about songwriting, taking piano lessons, guitar lessons, and even collaborating with producers I connected with over AOL Instant Message, AIM, if you remember what that was. And I know I am dating myself, but I digress. I spent nearly a decade as a hawk when it came to music, and it wasn't until I was almost 24 that journalism sparked my interest. Six years into New York City living, I was scouring Craigslist for work and discovered a post searching for an on-camera reporter to cover Fashion Week at Bryant Park. I knew nothing about fashion or interviewing people on camera, but I could think on my feet thanks to performing live. I let the producer know this in my application, and he replies, great, can you get here in two hours? Long story short, following that little spark of curiosity opened up a whole new career path for me and helped me discover a passion for interviewing people and sharing their stories that I didn't even know I had. From then on, I became a hummingbird. Well, before I knew what that was, but I was balancing music making alongside other forms of content creation. But there have been other periods where I've reverted back to being a hawk. When I enrolled in Playhouse West Philly a few years ago, it required a tremendous, tremendous amount of commitment. All of my other creative pursuits were put on pause because I had to dedicate all of my free time to acting and studying. But there's a problem in our society when it comes to changing course. It's often seen as a failure or quitting. Throughout my entire life, no one ever told me that it was okay to wander off the path, even if staying on the path felt wrong even if our heart was telling us to try something new. I found that creative hawks are celebrated more in society than creative hummingbirds, unless the creative hummingbird in question is renowned. We're constantly fed the message to find that one thing you love, that one thing, and stick to it no matter what. But there's a difference between quitting because of fear-based energy and quitting because of curiosity, love-based energy. I think the latter puts us on our highest divine path. And most of the time, those little nudges from the universe aren't going to make sense to us. Up until a few years ago, I carried around so much guilt, so much guilt, for wandering off of the music path. Despite all the success and joy in my life, deep down, I criticized myself for being a jack-of-all-trades and master of none. I'd fall into occasional pits of despair, where I would muse about what would have happened if I approached my music career differently, knowing what I know now. The thing is, we make decisions based on the information we have at the time. And the information I have today comes from a lifetime of following my heart and creativity, even when it didn't make sense. Every shift on the path has always come from a place of deep curiosity and love. In my case, it always felt right. To the outside eye, again, it may look like ADHD. To the outside eye, it may look like I'm quitting. But it's just that I was born a creative hummingbird. I was made differently. And now I finally come to a place where that's something to be celebrated. 
First of all, creative hawks need hummingbirds. We bring unique perspectives to the table. We're big picture thinkers who can make connections to concepts across all of the industries and mediums we've touched. And creative hummingbirds need creative hawks for the deep, masterful perspective they bring into their chosen medium. In a future episode, I'll dig more into living life as a hawk and living life as a creative hummingbird. But for this episode, I just wanted to present this concept to all of you to get the conversation going. There's more than one approach to creativity. There may be more, but at its most basic level, there are two. Creative hawks and creative hummingbirds. And both approaches are needed in the creativity ecosystem. Both approaches are valid. Both are essential. And both should be celebrated. At the end of the day, we need to make time to listen to our inner voice. It will guide us on our unique divinely created paths. And if you feel a loving pull in a different creative direction, give it a whirl. You may find a magical new world. If you don't, stay on the course and put your heart and soul into the path you're on. But no matter what your approach to creativity is right now, embrace it. Your adventure is custom made for you. So now I'd love to know what type of creative are you? A hawk or a hummingbird? Or are you a little bit of both? Reach out to me on social media at Jennifer Logue and let me know what you thought of today's episode. Next week, we'll be digging into another interview, but thank you so much for tuning in to Grow in Creativity. I appreciate you so much for being here. My name is Jennifer Logue, and thanks for listening to this episode of Creative Space. Until next time. Mm-hmm.